Good evening. You are listening to Ross FM 94.6. I'm your host, Kira Lawless. And right now, I am delighted to be joined by Johnny on the phone. Can you hear me, Johnny? Hiya, Kira. How you doing? So for everyone... <laughs> Perfect. So for everyone listening in, tell us, when did your passion and music begin? Well, it began as a very young lad at home in Birchgrove down in Crea here in South Wisconsin, Kira. And I suppose it was... Uh, my mum and dad had a great love of the musicals and the old musicals on telly in black and white, Kira, by the way. So I, I, I got the interest there. My mother was always singing. Her parents, they were from uh, Mullingar. Her mother used to be very involved in the musicals yeah. uh, in, in, in Mullingar over the years. So uh, there was always a tune in my head. I'd always be humming. And then um, I always had a song in my heart and would always be singing bits and pieces of songs. And then I started, you know, way back in the time, uh, you'd have your little notebook and you'd write out the words of songs. So, um, uh, and then I remember my first song in public, believe it or not, was at, um, just for 12-year-olds in my local primary school. Yeah. We were all brought in together for uh, a bit of fun. Parents brought the kids out as sort of a social night in the, in the classroom. So they asked anybody like to sing. So I got put up the hand and jumped up on a desk in, in, in the school classroom and uh, sang, God, I forget. I think it was Fair to you. Ohio or something. Yeah. So I sang it and I just felt comfortable. And uh, then it was just singing at house parties, family dues, or in a session in a pub, I'd sing a song. But you see, I was immersed in hurling and football with Parry Pierce's on my life and drama maybe with the Relays drama group. But then when I stopped playing the hurling and football, I was, I was very lucky here. I, I met up with some very good guys and gals that played music and a traditional group. So I joined with them more regularly and then I became part of the group. And uh, then we began to, we'd meet maybe once a month uh, for sessions. Then we started doing a few very small gigs now and things like that. But just... Um, uh, that would be the, the flow of it, really, Kira. And I'd have a fierce, just a love for it. I think if you have a song in you, um, you you're brought to a different place. It's it's a form of uh, mental health, as far as I'm concerned, you know, during COVID. I used to go down Glanton Bog here and yeah. sing my songs, and it brought me to a, a different and better place, you know. I think you're right. Music has that ability to completely just transport people and oh, yeah. I suppose it really, it, I suppose your emotional system, it regulates everything. It's, it has that powerful effect. Absolutely. I suppose growing up as well, you would have had a lot of people maybe that you kind of looked up to or who would have inspired you, we'll say, in the lines of music? Was there any kind of particular bands that you used to love or um, any well, songs that know, really yeah, point out uh, to you? I, I'd cover all the, the, the genres, actually. Uh, yeah. Like, there's no music that I don't like. And actually, I started listening recently to a lot of African music. Wow. And some of it is just uh, fantastic. Some Romanian, Lithuanian music, some of their folk songs. I'd be very much into folk and balladry for a long time, Kira. But then I started researching songs. Do you know, you'd know yourself now, you're a singer yourself. And do you know when a particular song hits you? Yes. And it sort of puts the hair standing on your neck. It means something to you. Exactly. And yeah. I'd love to be able to replicate that. But then what I started doing was researching the song. Yeah. Where did it come from? 
what were the roots of the song, what era was it from. So um, any of the songs that I sing really are ones that meant an awful lot to me, mm. that I researched. And as I was, I mean, I would have done rock as well. I mean, Tin Lizzie would have been very big. Rory Gallagher in music, yeah. very big in my time. Van Morrison. I know that's very far removed, you're probably saying, from the trad and the folk and that, but... Uh, no, I, I, I would have covered them all. Tin Lizzy, Phil Linnet, he would have yes. been very special to me. And probably one of the most unassuming balladeers, but I think one of our greatest. Like, you had Clancy Brothers make him and Clancy had the Dubliners and all them, which were, you know, brought the genre forward, let's say, in the 60s and 70s. Yes. But one, one of the heroes of Irish folk, I think, anyhow, is um, Johnny McAvoy. Yes. Uh, and Johnny... Like people say, oh, Johnny McAvoy, yeah, and they think of maybe Mushy and Durkin and a few songs that, you know, that he got into the charts with in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. But Johnny, as a songwriter, he has yes. written some fabulous songs that have been taken by other artists. So Johnny McAvoy would have been important. Phil Linnett, Rory Gallagher, Van Morrison. And then in the musicals, I mean, going back to my, to my, even, you know, Elvis, the Beatles, Bob Dylan, Look, the, the range is, is wide, Kira. I just love all forms and jazz recently as well. As it is all forms. Well, this is it. And I, I, what I think is fascinating as well, your exploration into the African music. Um, one of my friends that went recently as well into that dive. And there's no, they reckon there's an awful lot of links between trad actually and with the rhythm in the same with, with the African music. The two hand reel comes to mind. Um, but it can have, it has that familiarity. So That's I think, right. and that must have, I think, because um, I know you're, you're, you're a lover of history and your family are historians there as well. So I know there's a huge depth as well that goes into that. But I'd say the impact, I suppose, with the Irish, I suppose, with the slavery going to off to um, Africa and things like that, there's definitely links. So there must be Irish roots out there where there's 80 million people, I think, as it stands, that have um, heritage um, that originates from Ireland. So definitely Ireland has, yeah. there has to be that trad influence that has, has widespread out. And the, the lead singer there with um, Hot House Flowers, Umwenly, Liam Umwenly. Yeah. Now, he's just a wonderful artist. And he can sing any genre. He can sing jazz. He can sing Shannos. And he's just a fabulous, fabulous, a genius as a musician and as a singer. But he went out to Mali in Africa. And he lived out there for a year. And, uh, in, you know, intermingled with them in their music and culture. But you're dead right. The, 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 that rhythm and beat, there was a, sort of a similar sync there. And I, I remember being out in, this is a true story, being out in Turkey once, my young lad was walking out there and I went out to see how he was doing. Yeah. But the, the call to prayer was coming through the speakers in the morning. Yeah. So I uh, would go get up at six in the morning and I'd be listening to it. And there were intonations in it that most yes. certainly um, resounded with... Uh, Connemara Shannos. Yes, well. you're spot on. You're actually, that's exactly, it does sound like it, doesn't it? Yeah, that lamentation and the wail. So it was very funny. There was a castle there and I was going up to see it and a hmm. taxi was bringing me up. So um, he was playing Turkish folk music. So that was when I was listening anyhow. And I, I said, that's, oh yeah, that's our music. That's grand. And I said, it's very like Irish music. What do you mean? But I started singing now, occasionally, I'm not a Shannon singer, but I can sort of um, interpret it. 
Yes. So I started singing a squeal, you know, in Irish. <laughs> a, a verse of a song in Irish. Yeah. A real old Irish Connemara song. What, what song was it? Do you mind it's me asking? It's called um, The Fair Maid of Loch Ray. It's in Irish. It's a beautiful. Would, would you um, give us a, a verse of it? Um, let's see. It's a water one, it's a villa grow, it's two caradin McCree, where do you love? We must yanin, no, ni wadi, maybe you me, Martin Hain, and Chulat, it's Anchon and Ward, no, yeah, the it loneless love agus blin oh molly bon sit by my side my joy and heart's delight oh lay your head upon me or i won't sleep tonight for i swim the river shore and the Shannon after thee, if I could be in love with you, a long day and a year. So that was it. <laughs> you no, me that's absolutely know. fabulous rendition. Thanks for that, Johnny. I put you on the spot. I, I always put everybody no, on the spot, but well, I get the way with it. The Irish, it's a macaronic <laughs> song. It's just the yeah. Irish person, then it does the English. English, okay. Uh, as close as you get in English, you, you won't really replicate the Irish person. I was in the Irish person. No, no, he said, no, no. That Turkish song. That Turkish song. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what I was saying, but said, yeah. no, no, that Turkish, Turkish song. So wow. the, the, you're dead right. The, the vibe goes right across. Eastern Europe and right across down Turkey and Africa, yeah. I think Which so. Which is I wonderful. Think, absolutely, you know? I think we'll claim that, won't we? I think Pardon? we'll claim it. I think we'll claim it. Oh, we'll claim it. <laughs> we'll claim, we'll claim it and it's gone. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I have a fabulous CD here in my hands. It's Take Off Your Boots, Still oh, Sloping. Yeah. When did this come about for everyone to sing in? Well, it's, it's the mates of mine that I joined up with and I stopped the hurling and football here, as we're saying. Yeah. Them. And they were close buddies and... We're playing regularly, and it's be a mixed genre now, mostly trad, the music, and then we'd have folk and ballad songs. So it was a good mate of mine, one of the group, Liam Lockery. We're having a session one. Jesus, lads, one of us, about six of us in it, uh, one of us could cock our clogs in the morning. And like, you know, people were talking, oh, do you remember that group that used to play it together? And uh, there's nothing there to verify it. So we said, look, sure, we'll pull a CD together for posterity now. <laughs> not, <laughs> not for fame or fortune, Kira, let me tell you that. And mm. there was no fame or fortune made of it. But it was decisions. It was made with it. love. And when we went at it, we decided we were going to do it properly. Yes. So we went, we got our repertoire of tunes and songs together. And um, two lovely singers on it, Pat Corbett and Liam Lockery. The musicians, they're the finest trad musicians you'll find in Ireland, actually. Actually, three of them, Kira, their fathers played with a famous East Galway Cayley band called the Ockram Slopes Cayley Band. And they travelled to America and England way back in the 40s and 50s. Wow. So we have three sons of those famous men who travelled abroad in, in our group. So then we're wondering what we'd call ourselves for the CD. 
So they, they were, the, the lads' fathers were part of the Ockram Slopes. Yes. That was the name of their Cayley band. So we said we'd call ourselves Still Sloping after their fathers. You know, so... Um, and then um, they went up to Dublin to be recorded. Yeah. Uh, the old Ockram Slopes Cayley band. And they went up to, before RTE Radio, it used to be 2RN was the national radio broadcast in Ireland. And uh, they went up to Dublin in the 40s. And they were so good on the reputation, they were invited to play live on 2RN, which was the national radio station. But they arrived up to Dublin, up to the studio, and uh, you had the legendary Paddy Fahey, whose tunes are known all over the world. Then you had Dan Tracy on the banjo. Yeah, Paddy Kelly uh, on the fiddle as well and the accordion. But they arrived up to Dublin with their instruments hanging over them and hobnail boots on them. A man came down from upstairs to come down the stairs and open the door anyhow. And the first thing he said to them was, lads, you're very welcome. Take off your boots. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, it's funny, I was talking to somebody, again, a Galway native, actually, and uh, he, he made a comment the last time, actually, and he said that if you want to get the real, old, authentic Ireland, bring the west of Ireland to Dublin. <laughs> that is the authentic Ireland. Dublin's been influenced yeah. by the English. We're still not quite real, real uh-huh. Irish there, but if you want to bring, bring up the people from the bogs, then you'll see what Ireland is like. But the poor old producer in tour end was producing the programme. He was envisaging <laughs> these lads, you know, at the Ockham Slow Scale event playing and yeah. they stamping their hobnail boots on a timber floor. It took me great for the percussion and the sound now, for sure. Stop. I don't, would you believe it? There was another group, there were the McNulty's. They left Kilteven just outside uh, in a crockery there. It was common. And yeah. they went off in the 20s and uh, brought the music with them. So there was Annie McNulty and her son and daughter. And though they travelled all over America and were quite famous over there. Yeah. But uh, the son and the daughter, the son in particular, when they were playing the traditional music, as a percussion, there was no Borons then, but they had a board and he did the, the Irish dancing on the board to accompany the music. Oh, beautiful. So he yeah. was in, so in sync with the rhythm. The stuff here and um, when you're listening you hear this clickety 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 clack wow. which is the percussion but that was the sun beating the feet, <laughs> the feet off the and that's board. not easy because you're keeping time and especially oh, recording yeah. that wow that's right yeah yeah wow. there's a fiddle there's an american fiddle i can't think of her name now fiddle player contemporary but she plays majestic fiddle player plays sort of appalachian music and that oh is it Lindsay? is it clogs. Lindsay? you might mm-hmm. know her she has the two clogs when she's playing the fiddle Hmm. It's not Lindsay Sterling. Am I? Am I gone way off thinking Lindsay Sterling here? No, gone way off. Who? Lindsay Sterling. Have you ever come across her? Oh, that could be her. Wonders if that. I wonder is that her. She does an electronic violin as well. I think she has a mixer. She does dance. I do know that she does dance, and she's a she's contemporary that comes in there as well. And I think she does ballet as well. But I think she might be. She I has know. tap shoes as well or something. But yeah, that's another one to explore, definitely. Well, I just want to stay on the line, Johnny, definitely. and we'll have a chat about all these ones again. Johnny, can you still hear me on the line? Absolutely. I was, I was, I was delighted listening to those. I had to, I had to play another one there because I was just really, really enjoying that. <laughs> so I was Pat Corbett uh, singing The Wild Mountainside. And, um, I, you yourself now would love her as well. You Maybe you know her, Eddie, Eddie Reader. She's a Scottish yeah. singer. Eddie Reader. Eddie Reader, R-E-A-D. She did a lot of concerts 
in Ireland, but that was one of her uh, big songs. But Pat, Pat was a fabulous job on it there as you, as you play it there. It's lovely. Absolutely fabulous. I was going to say, would we be able to trouble you for one, say, across the phone there, Elder? I, I don't know if you want to play a sh- or sing a Shannos or if you have a ballad there. Um, no problem. Yeah, I'd, just... I'd, I'd, I'd sing on the rim I'm really that. enjoying the music. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go for one now or do you want yeah, to yeah go for one now and I also had um, a texter in there Shane listening in from Offaly and he just wanted to say he really enjoyed Johnny's rendition love that song a long time since I've heard that one lovely very good so um, so I'll do a song Kira. fabulous off the, off, off the top of the head is that okay thanks Johnny so <clears throat> it's one that um, now it's a contemporary ballad and um, it was written by Paddy Lohan, a very good friend of mine. Yeah. Living over in Bealock, and he's from Moat Park uh, originally, just outside Roscommon there. That's right, and, yeah. And um, it's, uh, it's a contemporary ballad he wrote, an immigration song, and it's about a Roscommon immigrant, which okay. is lovely. Like people often ask, like, is, are there any Roscommon songs? But um, and people say, oh, the Rose of Castlery, that's the only one. Yeah. But Paddy wrote this one, and I think it's a fine ballad. So he, he sent it to me a couple of years ago, and he, he had it written, but he had no air for it. Yeah. So he asked me, Johnny, would you try and put it? Now, I'm not a musical composer or anything like that, Kira. But uh, do you know what I think? I think everyone who loves music is a composer. <laughs> Deep down. <laughs> so there we go. So anyway, I put an air to it, and um, actually, it's... It's, I think it's, it's a lovely ballad, especially for Roscommon people. And I, I'd like to sing it for Roscommon people across the world who, who may be listening yep. at this time of the year, especially. And there are some who can't make it home, would like to be at home, and especially for the older immigrants. So that'd be okay. Beautiful. Thank you so Let's much. Go. Here we go. As I sit here in my rocking chair in the city of New York, and watch the teeming masses as they hurry to their work. My mind, it sometimes slips away back to my native home. And I'm once again by Shannon's side, where kings sat on their throne. Oh, land of the O'Connor, the county of my birth. Roscommon, you mean more to me than any place on earth. It was within your fond embrace I gave out my first cry. And your warm earth will cradle me when I bid this world goodbye. And it's well that I recall the years spent in the local school. The master with his sally rod that helped him keep the rules. But for that rod there was no need when history came round. And our young hearts would fill with pride as we sat there spellbound. He taught us of our ancient past and our greatest and told us we should not forget or from life's troubles flee. And as we made our way through life, be it with pen or hod, 
to remember we're a noble race from the land where kings once trod. A land of the O'Connor, the county of my birth. Roscommon, you mean more to me than any place on earth. It was within your fond embrace I gave out my first cry. And your warm earth will cradle me when I bid this world goodbye. Well, I've traveled all around the world, any place I could find work. And I've seen the good times and the bad before settling in New York. I'm living here these many years with family and friends. And we reminisce on times long past when the day comes to an end. And when I finally pass away and go to meet my God, they'll carry me across the sea back to my native sod. We'll cross the rippling waters wide onto Roscommon soil for one last drive by Shannon's side and end life's weary toil. Oh, land of the O'Connor, the county of my birth. Roscommon, you mean more to me than any place on earth. It was within your fond embrace I gave out my first cry. And your warm earth will cradle me when I bid this world goodbye. That's the most common song, Kira. It's an absolutely beautiful one. And you came up with the air for it. I did the air for it. Paddy Lohan. Uh, wrote it and actually it's on I didn't put it up now but um, it, it got um, somebody put it up on YouTube but it's down on YouTube as Roscommon Anthem Roscommon Anthem and with Anthem A-N-T-H-E-M isn't it lovely Anthem. to be a part of something like that isn't it it's it's magic. and I was yeah. just invited in by the Roscommon Solstice Choir uh, just to do that song with them and it was one of the loveliest experiences I ever had and they have raised Thousands upon thousands. It's one of the greatest voluntary groups that ever come out of Roscommon. Yeah. And they've gone across the world to the United States, England, wow. Europe, and all over Ireland. And Roscommon, obviously, raising for different charities. And there's about a hundred of them here. Yeah. And it's called the Roscommon Solstice. The Roscommon Choir. Solstice so, Choir. And is that available online as well? Well, you get you get that, and it's called Roscommon Anthem. And you click in Roscommon Anthem on YouTube, and that song is there. That is that okay? Fabulous. And it's called Land of the O'Connor, the Great O'Connor Clan, or the High Kings of Ireland. But people sometimes look in Land of the O'Connor, and they can't find it on YouTube, or sorry, on Google. Just click it into Google search and put in Roscommon Anthem, and it comes up there, Kira. Roscommon Anthem. Well, I'm definitely going to play that now on one of the Good Morning 
um, yeah, Roscommon nice. shows, wouldn't it? I just think it'd be lovely. And again, something for Roscommon Town as well. So you need to have it. And the the immigrants, uh, I always think of them, you know, the Rossies all over the world, you know, and their heart is at home, but they can't be here, especially at Christmas time, you know. Absolutely, and what a beautiful air as well. Beautiful melody that you came up with, and um, a a memorable one as well. I always think melody is, is, is a powerful thing, isn't it? With a song. It is, yeah, I know. As I say, I'm not a composer or anything like that, but sometimes I'll be driving along or walking along, and a little melody will come into your head, and you know. It's, it's something that just comes from within you. And sometimes you say, God, I better run home and maybe throw a lyric to it. But look, um, we leave that to the professionals. Absolutely. And I've got a question in there from Yvonne listening in in La Caro. And she wants to know, Johnny, what do you think makes a good songwriter? A good songwriter? Yeah. Um, I think a good songwriter really has to be, has to be a poet. Yes. I think, and... Um, uh, some people might write a song and they have to get it to rhyme and sometimes they attach maybe an old air but sometimes if the air comes the air might come first Kira, your yes. own air and there are so many airs that are in your head if you're a listener to music and song and you're wondering God um, like that air I made is a, is a little bit of John Williams a great song by Johnny McAvoy there's a trace of that in that song that I sang for you there but you can't avoid that but I, I, I think um, you have to have a sentiment a very strong feeling about something whether it be love or whether it be a protest uh, or whatever that you have a strong feeling uh, you'd like to put it to words in poetic form don't worry about the rhyming really it's just your, 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 your thoughts um, n- not in the prosaic manner really but you know just in a nice lyrical way and then when you have it and you're happy just hum through it hum through the words you have in front of you and you'll come up with a song I think that's the way to do it I think uh, again is what you pointed out there lovely sometimes we get it by a melody first in our head or sometimes we get the lyrics or I suppose it does vary on that creative process would it take you long do you find is there any kind of favourite songs you've probably wrote over the years that come to Um, mind but I don't write that. I, I wrote one, <coughs> and it was uh, probably uh, that was Paddy Lohan's song. Now I'd always credit Paddy with the Ross Common Anthem or Land of the O'Connor. But um, I wrote one, and it took me six months to write it because I had to be very careful. I wrote one about James E. Murray, who was captain of Ross Common in 1943 and 44, and I spent weeks and weeks because this was one of our greatest. And he was a living legend at the time. Yes. And Murray's pub in the crockery. And the Roscommon Singers Circle, we used to meet down there. So I worked on it and I worked on it and worked on it. And eventually I plucked up the courage and James, he would always be there. He, he loved singing. He wanted to talk more about songs and music than football, would you believe it? <laughs> so I took the bull with it and I sang it for him down there one night. And he shook my hand and he gave me a grog grog and he said, Thanks, Johnny. That was, and he put it up. He put it up on the wall in the pub. It's on the wall in the pub in the lounge. The words. Really? So, wow. It was a dedication, really, to Jamesy as there was coming. Now it's, it's it's a Gaelic song about him growing up in the crockery, and now it's a longish song, Kira, but it's it's a ballad. There's about eight verses, but it's in honour of Jamesy. But he loved every verse in it, and it's his 
it's his it's his life story from growing up playing in the little patch of green in the crockery to going on and lifting the Sam Maguire as captain on two occasions in Croke Park. So that's my greatest honour that um, that James he accepted that and that he put it up on the wall of his pub. And I suppose the second greatest honour was that Jerry O'Malley, our second great football legend, and he passed away, let's say, about three years ago. But yeah. the Roscommon anthem song, The Land of the O'Connor, that I sang for you there, he was sick in hospital in Dublin, and Brian Carty, the, he was, he's the GEA commentator on radio, and he used to visit uh, Jerry O'Malley. And uh, when Brian was going around the country doing his commentary for uh, Radio 1, uh, he used to bring Jerry O'Malley with him. Jerry is the greatest footballer, they reckon, ever that never won on Alaron Bushman. Brian went into him and he said, um, he wasn't, he knew he was dying, but he said to Brian, um, I would love. Uh, Land of the O'Connor to be sung at my funeral. Yeah. Now, he died up in Swords in Dublin and then his remains were brought down to St. Bridget's, down to Le Carra, no, not Le Carra, down to, um, oh, St. Brideswell. The remains came down there and then brought up to Dublin again. But I had to, Brian Carty rang me out of the blue. I said, uh, you might know me, he says, I'm Brian Carty from... Um, I'm not blowing my call now or anything here, but these are just like you asked me about significant songs for me. So uh, Jerry asked that that song would be sung at his funeral mass in Dublin. Wow. If any chance, this is the night before. I wow. said, where is it? I'll be there. There you so go. I, I set off here at six o'clock in the morning. Isn't that I incredible? To, I got up and up to Swords and I sang that, uh, which is the Land of the O'Connor song. I sang that for Jerry O'Malley's funeral mass. Until the day I die, I'm one of the most privileged uh, Rossies that was asked to do that for Jerry O'Malley. So those were little highlights in a, in a humble in a humble career, Kira. Well, I'll tell you what, you've done an incredible amount. And again, I love the way you guys came together. You got the album together, you put it out there. I always think, you know, with people that love music or anything like that, you know, that sometimes you just really have to push yourselves because and allow yourselves to put out the creativity and put out yeah. the music. And it's not about what happens after. It's always not about that all, initial, no. it's the, the process. Is, maybe for your grandparents, like, not for the, maybe the, like, we, we produced about, I don't know, I think about five or six hundred of them. They went locally and all that, but it wasn't for that. But it's for, like, say, in years to come, people will be talking about Tony yes. Trassi, the banjo player, Pat Corbett, the singer, uh, Tommy Kelly playing the pipes. And, oh, yeah, here he used to play. But there's something concrete there. There's a disc yeah. that people can listen to. So it's, it's there for posterity, really. That's the main reason we did it, really. Well, I think it's it's an amazing thing. And I also got just a message in there from Mary Claire and Teresa. You may not remember us, Johnny, but we are huge fans of you. Nice, Mary Claire and Teresa. Mary Claire, yeah, they're not the Maurice, are they? I don't know. Is it Claire I'm not Marie? sure. There's no surnames here. We have Mary Claire and Teresa listening in, enjoying on the line. And lovely, great one, school days. Wow, that was Liam Lockery singing. Liam Lockery, beautiful voice. Oh, yeah, beautiful, yeah. Beautiful voice. Well, I can't believe it. Time has been flying. I, I, I suppose we've only two minutes really left, but oh, look, will you give us a belt? Thank you, Kira, and I appreciate the call and being on. Okay, is Mike known? Is Mike still about with you? Is 
Uh, Mike, yeah, Mike is still here. He's just be here. Yeah, he does a beautiful show. Just pass on my regards to Mike, lo- lovely man. Absolutely, friend, yeah. actually, Mike could be listening in now because he loves this. He just be always ah. listening in we'll say on Thursday, so he'll yeah. he'll hear just you now. Wish, so I'd we, say he'll give you a shout out. All the best and to have a nice Christmas. Ah, fabulous. Well, I'll definitely say to him again. If you don't mind, I might ask you it, the one belt of that one you were telling me about earlier on there that you wrote as well. That Jimmy was, Murray. Yes. Oh God. Can we hear one verse of that? <laughs> um, I'm always putting everybody on the spot, but. <laughs> well, no problem. I, well, I actually, you're a pro, uh, Johnny. You're a pro, so I, go away. Uh, <laughs> I'll slip into a verse. Is that okay? Fabulous. Thank you. <clears throat> so it might be the beginning or the end. So a verse, a sample of. Is that okay? Exactly. Um, Thank you. Let me see. I'll get the ear right. I have the ears mixed up in my head. Oh yeah. Oh, when he was born on a bright May morn, over ninety years ago, he never cried. For his young eyes spied a bright thing that made him grow. Twas a football shirt and a caked with dirt as he sat on his mother's knee. And his father said, he's a kicker bred, he's a gallant through young Murray. And he won great fame at the Gaelic game, and his style was a tree to behold. But his greatest deeds were on summer fields when he tongued in the blue and gold. He slaked our thirst when we won our first in 1943. And our hero grand on the Hogan stand was the gallant James E. Murray. And that's two little verses out of it. Absolutely fabulous. Well, you've and God bless James E. And they're building a statue in yeah. his honour in the Crockery, the, uh, the Nacrockery community group there. It's going to be unveiled next year and I think it's, it's wonderful. Ah, that will be amazing. Well, I'll tell you what, you've been an absolute pleasure to have on the show here this evening. We'll definitely have to get you on again soon sometime. Oh, sure. And I a beautiful voice. And again, a pleasure to hear your journey in music. Yeah. I think everybody's journey is so unique to them and it's so special. So it's lovely to be able to come on the show. And again, this is the show Inspired Lives. It's the people I bring on here that are, live by their passions. They live it. by their good feelings and they well follow their they follow their heart. And you, have, you have a song uh, path to follow as well, Kiro. I might as well say, and you will. Is that okay? Yeah, thank you, you very have, much. I mean that. And um, yeah, I'd have to give a shout out for a wonderful flower shop in, I'm down near Banlasloe here, Claire's Florists on Dunlough Street in Banlasloe, the sweetest shop in the west of Ireland. And I have to give a call out to that. Is that okay? Uh-huh, thank you very yeah, you much. Might know, you might know the shop. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit. I've gone in there for a coffee, all right. <laughs> Thank you so much. And again, God bless you. Okay, have a really good Christmas and all the gang there. Is that okay? Absolutely. And we'll have to, exactly, Jenny, we'll have to have you on again. I can't believe the time just flew. But for anyone listening in, guys, and you missed the show or missed any of the interview, you can catch the podcasted podcast, which will be live from tomorrow onwards. So you can oh, listen lovely. in any time you want. But oh, that's God. all from me. And I just yeah, want to give a you. shout out to Red Gable Cleaning. Um, or sorry, Red Gable Cleaning. Um, they are the proud sponsors of this show. So thank you guys for all for listening in. And I'll tune in next week. I'll be back talking to more guests. Thank you, Johnny. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Take care. Bye.
That's all for me, guys. Stay tuned till next week. Inspired Lives with Kira Lawless is sponsored by Red Gable Cleaning.